1: Brothers and sisters, I'm Brother Priest. This has come out of her, my people. The year is 2020. The date, April 3rd. It is a trying time, a difficult time, in the United States of America. And be it such a difficult time. I thought that it was fit. And dealing with this coronavirus, this COVID-19. That I come out. And speak to the people. It's. My hope that there will be brothers and sisters to be on the call today that are within our nation that you will be able to hear from them directly and get some insight, get some guidance so that you can know what it is that you can do through these trying times, but one thing I want you to know is that you have love from us to you. Um, I see Ema Yaruf, the, the mother of the nation. Um, hold one moment.
0: Shalom.
1: Ima, e- are you there?
0: Shalom. 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 Uh, yes, I'm here. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Um, I appreciate you reaching out to the people for we really need to know that everything is going to be all right and, and what we need to do to get through this um this situation, I do believe that we're going to come through this. We just have to be obedient in what we're told to do in order to be able to survive uh, and move on to the next level. It also will give us a reawakening of who we are and, you know, what we've been doing to uh, get to this point as a people so that we can get out of it and, and start doing the things we need to do to, as a nation, as a people, so that we can um move on from here and be more productive and be more loving toward each other. I yield I priest.
1: Thank you so much, Ema. Um you are in Kentucky. What is climate yes. like in Kentucky?
0: Um it's quiet here, people. It's it's um People here are coming and going only when they need to, particularly to the stores and stuff. We all know that the vast majority of schools all over the country, as well as the world, are closed, so we have more responsibility uh, with the children. So we have to go out every so often and get food and and, uh, medical help and things like that. But other than that, it's quiet. People are pretty well following the law. Uh, being obedient and staying in. There's really nowhere to go anyway. Um, and, you know, the people are being cooperative here. And the weather's um, the weather's kind of warm, but not bad. I
1: yield. Yes, ma'am. Thank you very much for that feedback. We have um, two other brothers that are present. Um, Brother E.K. is in the Boston area. And uh, Brother E.K., Um, can you share some feedback with us?
4: Shalom brothers, shalom nation, shalom brothers and sisters. Um, yes, sir. Uh, here in Massachusetts, it's relatively quiet as well. Uh, A lot of people are just taking care of the essentials, uh, going to the grocery stores, going to, um, pick up their health supplies from pharmacies and whatnot. Um, a lot of people um are not really doing too much of uh, any um negative activity in terms of uh, disobeying um some of the guidance that uh the federal government as well as our local government has been instituting however um there was some instances where some people was uh you know not on the positive side of adhering to what was going on in terms of uh, the quote-unquote social distancing, where there was found as several basketball courts throughout the city, and the city has elected to zip tie a lot of the basketball nets uh, throughout the parks and actually shut down some of the parks temporarily till further notice, uh, just to limit people's urge to want to go outside in in, the, in spite of what's been going on with the coronavirus outbreak. Um, also, um, a lot of uh, information regarding um, uh, pertaining to how many people are being tested in Massachusetts uh, versus those who are actually getting tested positive for the virus. So as of today, over 62,962 uh, people have been tested for the coronavirus. And out of that, only 10,402 people have been actually tested positive. So there's a 16% uh, percentage of people who are getting tested um, are actually being tested positive for the virus. So it's actually showing us that in as much as it is critical to take this matter serious, it's also showing that um, the vast majority of people who are being tested positive for it is a relatively small population of people. Um, and it also it's uh, indicative of the fact that um, not too many people um, are showing you know, symptoms or whatnot. So there's a population of those people who are not necessarily accounted for. Um, but the other interesting thing that I believe that uh, the federal government, I believe, should be shedding some awareness is the percentages of people who are actually recovering from the coronavirus, because that would give a more comprehensive picture of, okay, you have people who were tested positive, those who are tested negative, and those who um, actually tested positive but actually overcame the virus itself. And obviously we know that there's some people that have been reported to have unfortunately passed away from that. But I think if we're showing how people are actually recovering from this, it's not going to promote too much of the fear of this coronavirus being a death sentence to people's minds as of oh if I catch it then therefore my life is in jeopardy that it hasn't gotten to that level um, where um, people the random average individual who catches it is going to you know suddenly pass away there's other factors that are at play um, some people may have pre-existing conditions and that's what they've been highlighting that that's one of the major, um vulnerable components within someone's immune system that may cause them to have complications from the virus so that's also very important to know to ease the the fear and the uncertainty of how this virus is doing its activity and also just to keep in mind that um even though uh it outbroke in china a few months ago that if you look across the globe that it has to go in um in a certain pattern so um in asia it, it was considered the hot spot then it moved to europe as being the hot spot and it moved to the uh to the united states of america as being now the hot spot so these three major areas are primarily the major hubs of international commerce and travel so that's going to show how this virus is actually going to uh, be spread uh how this virus is widespread through a lot of different people coming in contact with each other and showing how last month was really the only month where they was able to start gearing up of how to actually pinpoint the trends of what this virus is doing. So all of these things to keep in mind will help keep us in a very steady state of understanding what's going on and always keeping mindful of the data that they're reporting. Um, Even though there's a lot of, other things that are not actually being uh, inputted, but it's also mindful to know that as long as you're following the trends in the data set, as as far as how many people get tested versus how many people are getting tested positive, but the other helpful analytical uh, data set would be how many of those people are actually recovering. So that would help ease the fear of people who may come in contact with people um, as critical as you may you know as it is to take this serious um, still know that it's not a death sentence nevertheless um, and also to know that um, you know it's, it's just like how um, the flu season you know uh, outbreak happens right you know we come in contact with people who may be uh, exposed to that or who may have that doesn't necessarily mean that you may catch it or even if you do doesn't mean that you would necessarily die from it. Um. So that's something that we want to make sure that our brothers and sisters know that even though this time may seem uncertain, as long as we're keeping practical reasoning as far as what the data is revealing to us and the patterns that it's showing, that would help alleviate some of the concerns and worries. And with that, I yield.
1: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Thank you for that feedback, brother. Um, you have a unique perspective um because of your connection to uh what's going on here but when you when you you know we're hearing things about boston are there do you see anybody that is perishing like um i spoke with one of the brothers hopefully he'll be here today about what's going on in New York. Well, we got another brother that's in New York right now, but we—he's he, out and works in the transit. Are you seeing anything out there in Boston as far as body bags, as far as people? You see anything like that?
4: No, I'm not seeing anything like that to that degree. Um, the extent of my um. Just seeing what's going on, it just seems more or less what's being reported in the news in terms of, you know, how many people are unfortunately passing away. And as of today, 192 people have passed away from the coronavirus, or at least related to the coronavirus. Um, but I have not seen any body bags. I mean, I have seen several ambulances, um, you know, driving around, uh, you know, pretty rapidly. Um, so I have seen that over the last week and a half, for sure. But I have not seen people, you know, being carried out in body bags or anything of that nature. However, where I'm located, uh, my um, apartment building, there was a confirmed case of a resident of having um, a coronavirus-like uh, symptoms. So that's something that's been going on as well as far as what's been going on around um, where I'm at in Boston, Massachusetts.
1: Wow. Yes, sir. Um, brother Ty, are you in, the, in, in New York?
3: Shalom, brother. Shalom, nation. Shalom, brother. No. Yes, sir. I'm uh, in New York uh, here. It's I'm not seeing um I'm not seeing any body bags. I'm not seeing any um everything is light outside. The traffic uh, with pedestrians is light, uh traffic with vehicles is definitely light. Um traffic on the train, the MTA is is light. Uh they have clusters and that's probably around the time when people would be um actually coming in from work. But other than that, I haven't seen any clusters of people. I mean, it's definitely, definitely far different than a month ago. Um, I was watching the news earlier, and uh, New Jersey has um, 646 deaths due to the coronavirus outbreak, and um, just in 24 hours in New York alone, it says that um, New York had 562 deaths in the past 24 hours So, mm. you know, yeah it seems like <clears throat> it seems like we're getting hit pretty hard here you know, but um, The people that are out is just going about their normal their normal um, business um, Everyone has a mask on it's been mandated by the government for or the governor for everyone in New York state to Wear their mask, and mayor also uh, stated that um, everyone should wear a mask. Before, there was like you know, leave the mask for first responders or you know, hospital staff and medical staff and stuff like that. But now they're saying everybody should wear a mask. If you don't have one, get a bandana, wrap it around your face. If you don't have that, to do something, but keep your, your your nasal and your mouth covered at all times. Um. Also, I, I've been outside here and there. Um, I do feel a little difference in the air. You know, I've seen them spring I've seen them, you know, do certain things. And one of the things that I've noticed when I go outside, I get this, like, stinging. When I'm breathing in, I get, a, like, a little stinging in my nasal passage, you know, and that's a little weird, but other than that, um, i wasn't wearing a mask but i'm wearing one now because i've been feeling that stinging and you know i've, I've been staying inside for the most part so I'm glad to hear you praise the
1: lord praise the lord um you know what speaking of masks yes uh, china put out a statement i think it was yesterday or perhaps the day before that everyone should be wearing a mask um when going outside now if to those of you who are so religious, holier than thou, that you are saying, well, I'm just gonna leave it up to the Lord. Well, listen, please hear me. The Lord God Almighty has sent forth a modern day plague. Now, it may have began in the hands of man. I know some of the conspiracy theorists are saying that. I know some of the actual origins of this thing that happened, which was the the scientist slash doctor who got those two bodies. I'll talk about this later, but he, he was trying to study basically a real cure. He was trying to get to a real cure for influenza. Whereas what they have been dealing with as they've been dealing with placebos, they've been dealing with things that basically suppress it, whether you take the the -the over-the-counter drugs and medicines, chemicals, those things suppress it, okay? However, this guy was trying to study it. He got these two bodies that died from bubonic plague, I think it was, or a couple of different diseases. So if I'm saying it incorrectly, just look it up for yourself. You'll find it. If I'm saying it incorrectly, please forgive me uh, because I did not bring it in front of me. But it got out of control. Now, there's the mention of the fact that the United States did the drills like back in October and what have you listen please hear me nature has taken control over this thing that is why it is labeled a pandemic even though when you look at the numbers listen to me good when you look at the numbers they don't match to even the flu they don't even match up to the flu the deaths the sicknesses don't even match up to the flu But the reason why they're labeling this a pandemic is because it is out of their control and you they don't know how to cure it, how to fix it, or where to go from here. That is an act of nature. Now, the other problem that they're having, you look at it for yourself and see if I'm wrong. They're trying to deal with this thing through chemicals. They're trying to deal with this thing through chemical medicine. Chemical medicine only at best suppresses the situation. It does not kill the virus. It does not kill viruses, at least from what I've learned in my life. What kills viruses is, was, and always will be in nature itself. And as the scriptures say, the herbs are for the healing of the nations. So, the herbal medicines, the natural minerals, the natural vitamins that you get from eating fruits and vegetables will kill it. Additionally, I want to say before I move on to, I think this is Brother Nathaniel. I'm going to go to him next. So, but what I'm saying to you is, um, heat temperatures kill it. So I would advise everybody to get a heating pad. If you don't have one, go out and invest in the heating pad. If you feel that cough coming on, put the heating pad on. You sleep with it. Put the heating pad on your chest. If you feel the cough coming on, use the heating pad. The virus won't survive in those situations. Um, Brother Nathaniel, you're in Minneapolis, uh, but can you tell us about what's going on out there and Hold on one moment. I'm i on mute you, brother. I'm on you, brother. Uh, what can you tell us about, you know, what's going on out there and what insight can you contribute to us today?
2: Uh, Shalom family, Shalom nation. Uh, Shalom. well, for the most part, you know, uh, Minnesota is consistent with, you know, the way the nation, uh, is, you know, rolling, and, um, Traffic is slow there's um, a fifty percent um reduction in the workforce um, maybe even a little bit more uh as far as the numbers go, I believe we're somewhere around six to seven hundred confirmed cases with like under twenty deaths um you know uh, You know, in the spirit of what you were just saying, that although, you know, there's some evidences that this was um, in some way created, um, that natural law is taking over, and, you know, um, not to sway the conversation, but I think the purpose of us being on this call is to uh, inform listeners and potential members of the nation Um that, you know, the doors are wide open, um, uh, and that, uh, you know, as the motto has been, you know, come out of my people, you know, be not partakers of her transgress- her transgressions or her plagues. Um, this thing is a plague, uh, and, you know, you know, tribes has been on the forefront for, um, you know, over 10 years now, um, and, you know, telling the people that, you know, things of this nature are going to come into fruition. Um, And, you know, I I truly believe that, you know, this is a wake-up call to all Israel, you know. Um, You know, whether you know you're Israel or not, You know, um, this is a wake up call because, you know, as you know, me and my brother have been having conversations about this and the one reality that we can come to is that our people do not trust this corporate government. Um, and because we don't, you know, we've allowed, um, A lot of different of these um, conspiracy theories are set place in our minds um, and controlling us by fear. And, you know, if this isn't the time for us to come together uh, and to unify collectively uh, through collective economics, through um, stratagem, you know, common sense thinking, you know, what is, you know what I mean? Like, I was just speaking to priests, you know, yesterday about, you know, a talk to that we did five years ago and how, you know, uh, we went into the etymology of the Donald Trump and, you know, this is their Trump card, you know? Um, and like I said before, you know, whether this was created in a lab or not, um, the reality of the matter is is that natural law has taken place, taken control of this. Um, natural law is divine law, and you know if we're looking for things to get back to normal, I don't see it. You know, I I honestly don't see it. I believe that. There might be a small instance of normalcy that might return, but for the most part, you know, right now is the time. Right now is the time for us all to humble ourselves, repent, you know, um, come back to the Creator, you know, and this nation serves as a uh, a platform to do exactly that, you know. Um, and the reality of it is a lot of people most likely will perish, you know. Um, I pray that, you know, it's not um, so hard on us our people as, you know, natural law has been over the last 400 years against us, you know. But once again, once you, when you refuse to govern yourself, you lay yourself at the mercy of others, and, and you know. Look at look at the responses of these different nation states, these the states. Okay, you got, you know, the uh, commander in chief, so to speak, um, who's giving out a completely different, um, you know, uh, a cadence. He's speaking a different language than the governors. Um, there's so much miscommunication. Then on the flip side, you know, you got, you know, all of this alternative information coming from social media. So, you know, what else is it going to take, you know? Because as they say, you know, we're the last, higher than the first fire. You know, Um, what's going to happen to these malnutritioned neighborhoods or counties that? Uh, the people don't have proper representation, so they have to put themselves at the mercy of others. You know, these are the things that are running through my head. You know, know, I don't know where this is going to go. I know where it's at now. and Right now, I believe that we all need to make a conscious decision to embrace nationality, embrace government, because if, if we allow ourselves to wait for others to do what we can do for ourselves, then you know, like the scriptures say, we're 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 no greater than the beetle, you know. And we have, we owe our children, we owe you know our loved ones, we owe the elderly of our community, um, you know that debt to embrace government nationality and right now the door is wide open you know i know you're going to political asylum and things of that nature shortly on the call but you know brother that's that's pretty much what i have and i yield
1: thank you for that brother dear brother that was a great contribution and i hope that those in the listening audience are paying close attention that the people that I'm calling on, we're all in different areas across the country. And, um, you know, we have uh, some love and some support to extend to you all, um, our people, and keep your head up. Don't panic. Uh, Keep your vitamin C up. Uh, We suggest the herbs, Um, elderberry, echinacea, and zinc, get you some oranges. I I suggest probably eat like how, what I'm doing now, I'm eating like two oranges a day. Um, I suggest that, you know, um, of course, if you can find organic oranges, that would be better, but also lemonade. So I would suggest that you make some, get some lemons and make some lemonade without the sweetener and if you gotta sweeten it make you know use honey for now the reason why i'm saying that is because the lemon the lemon the lemons are going to kill a lot of the toxins in your body juice as much as you can juice kale juice well kale is great but juice green leafy foods as much as you can eat green apples and Use your heating pad. Uh, let's see. We have Brother Montavius and he's in Georgia. Uh, Shalom, brother. Are you there? Uh, yes, sir. Um, so what are you seeing down there in Atlanta and uh, what are you doing to take care of yourself?
5: Uh just been basically just drinking coconut um, water and trying to, trying to eat some type of citrus. So um, I bought some lemon juice, lime juice. I've been just trying to eat light, not eat as healthy, and eat um, vegetables. But down on this side of town, the people. Um, they just unsure about everything. Some people just not really paying any attention and just living it. Uh, you know, and they just thinking it go. It may blow over, which it may do. You know, but and some people just um, just afraid. You know, uh, just trying to seek out some type of help. And, you know, in this time of uncertainty, they could possibly, you know, you're put on the street and they've been cutting hours at a lot of different jobs. So I know that's been going on across the whole U.S., but besides that, I've been doing well and just trying to um, get feedback from different people I know and see what's going on on these side of town I yield, well.
1: Thank you so much for that, brother. As you can hear, we have people who are members of our nation who are in various states across the United States of America. And uh, if you're in one of those states or you're near, um, we may have somebody that can uh, talk to you, or reach out to you, one of the members, and help you with some guidance. I mean, I'm telling you, these are some loving people, knowledgeable people in this nation that the most high almighty has blessed us with. And I'm very thankful. Uh, I believe this is sister Lynette. Is that you sister Lynette?
6: Shalom brother. That's
1: me. Shalom sister. Um, You have a unique perspective because you're near, like, the Houston area, but you also deal with herbs. So can you give us some guidance, some feedback, or whatever you can share with us?
6: Yeah, basically I would um, keep my herbs, count up. um, Herbs like Irish moss and um, bladderwrack are high in um, minerals, Irish moss has ninety two minerals out of the hundred and two minerals that your body needs. So um it's good to help build up your mineral count. Also, there's another herb not a herb really, but it's a fruit called um powder. It's an African fruit that's high in zinc, magnesium, vitamin C. Um, it will boost your immune system. I know people were um concerned about I guess the so called uh 5g rollout but this irish moss is high in iodine so iodine helps to fight against um, any presumed radiation poison or anything like that and also um, things like the brother said about greens you want to eat a lot of uh, greens that are high in magnesium and calcium and vitamin D, that are rich in antioxidants of course uh, drink plenty of mineral water um, you can do sulfur foods like garlic, onions, and chives. They help uh, kind of, um, they're antioxidants also. And then also, you can do things like rhubarb um, root is really good at uh, taking toxins out of your body. Um, so, plenty of herbs, things like that. Brazilian nuts are rich in selenium, and it's high in antioxidants. And it also has anti cancer effects. And then things like um, bentonite clay is another thing that absorbs toxins. But as many herbs as you can uh, get to, black seed um, is really good. It's antiviral, anti cancer, anti pretty much almost everything. So um, you can just boost your immune system by taking as many herbs as you can, eating well, of course, exercising. Try to breathe uh, fresh air wherever you can get that. And again, um, yeah, teas are good, hot teas with citrus in it. Like you said, lemon or lime, which will also alkaline your body. Your body, when it's alkaline, it helps to heal. Um, uh, when your body's alkaline, it creates an environment where your body can heal. When it's too acid- acidic, that's when your body starts to tear down. So. Um, Vegetables and fruits and things of that nature will help to alkaline your body. So, um, yeah, with that, I will yield.
1: Thank you so much for that, dear sister. Um, that is very helpful. Hopefully you all are listening and paying attention um, because we hope that these things will help you. We hope that these things can meet you where you are. and you know, don't focus on where this came from. Focus on the fact that it's here and what you must do to heal yourself, keep yourself uh, from getting infected and keep yourself alive. Please hear me good because, you know, preventative measures are better than having to deal with something and heal from it, you know, and trying to get cured from it. It's better that you prevent yourself from getting it. Um, I believe this is Brother Bradley. Brother Bradley, is that you, sir?
7: Yes, sir. Shalom,
1: brother. Shalom, brother. You're near the Houston area? Yes, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. Can you uh, give us some insight? What's on your mind, or whatever you want to share with us?
7: Yes, sir. Well, um, around here, there's not been much going on, um, as far as I'm concerned. The sister, uh, we've been you know, relatively, relatively uh, you know, close to home and in the house, rather. Uh, in our, you know, trips to the grocery store. Um, other than that, you know, I read that crime, uh, you know, has slightly risen, you know, during this time. Um, sister told me, like, things like domestic violence, um, assault, and, um, like, home robberies that went up. So I know you spoke on this yesterday, brother, how, um, you know, these times, you know, when unemployment is down and times get hard, you know, people, you know, look for other ways to, uh, you know, whatever their case may be, uh, feed their family, families or, you know, it was just, you know, the inclination to do so, you know. You know, things of, uh, you know, alternate measures that uh, aren't good come up. Other than that, brother, here is here is good. But, uh, you know, I think, you know, we need to, you know, take this uh, more serious. Because you see it on social media. There's a lot of, uh, you know, conspiracy and um, saying this thing isn't real. And it's, it's uh, you know, just know made up but uh, you know i have an uncle you know he he actually uh, passed away from um you know complications they said that you know may have been you know, due to um you know the virus itself you know so he went in with um lung problems and you know he wasn't breathing well and you know he refused a ventilator. but from then on you know his kidneys uh they started to uh, you know not function well, and he passed Wednesday morning. So that was over close mm-hmm. to about five, five or six days that happened. So you know this this thing is real because you know it you know happened to someone close to me. So you know we have to be more um you know reasonable and not thinking towards um, this uh, this uh, crisis itself, and you know be uh, aware and like you said you know be preventative, you know you know, build up our defense before things like this happen. So like you said, brother, you know, we don't want it to happen, and we have to deal and um, killing ourselves and us needing the cures, and, you know, as opposed to us just, um, you know, having a mindset of keeping ourselves healthy and, and you, know, high, you know, good maintenance, you know, maintenance of our minds and our bodies and, you know, keeping our uh, brothers and sisters, um, you know, in that same mindset of just, you know, remaining there and just overall good health. And um, on that note, I you, brother.
1: Praise the Lord. May the Lord continue to bless you and protect you, your consort and the lovely children. Um, You know, everyone, what we're able to do as a nation as we are able to extend political asylum. I'm gonna talk about it briefly. I'll probably go more into it tomorrow. Tomorrow is a Sabbath day for us, but um, it's a time that needs a word of positivity and guidance and direction. And so we'll be here every day until this also passes, and it will pass. Trust it, it will pass. The reason why I I can say that with confidence is because if you have studied nature, if you have studied um, Scripture, uh, well, let me give you something I've filmed this on my phone today. Let me give you something that's happening in nature. Around my home, There are several rabbits, okay? The rabbit, one of the rabbits came out, they usually come out like like three and four in the morning, five in the morning. But one of the rabbits came out today, broad daylight, and was eating the grass. Now, if you look at, okay, there's also two birds that live. under um under our porch (laughs) basically they're chirping like normal and if you look at nature and you look at birds and things and and birds and and insects and and animals um there are cows at various places around around us uh like they are i kind of want to say like there's farmland kind of like near us it's not very far but there are cows out on a daily basis. Now these insects and these animals, they know something instinctively. And I'm telling you, I did not see the birds out for a few days. I did not see any insects for a few days. So it behooves us to pay attention to the birds and the bees, so to speak, as did Noah in the scriptures. Now you don't really realize that that's what he was doing, but he was able to tell the times by looking at the trees, the the, the, the sun in relationship to the earth, the, the of it casting the shadow, how the the birds and the bees were going. He was he was looking at all of these things, and he could smell in the air. Now, as he was. Looking at these things and observing these things, this is how he was pre-warned, how he knew what was gonna come. Much like the meteorologist, meteorologist of today, how they know, well, they get it wrong a lot of times, but sometimes they know it's gonna rain like in three days from now. How do they know that? Do they know that from just satellites and things? But no, it's something that they've studied that gives them, Uh, preemptive warning. So we're going to issue political asylum, which you are going to need. And I'm going to explain a little bit about it. If you tune in tomorrow, um, I'm going to go in more detail about it. Here's what's what's going to happen according to what I've seen. Now, this is not my opinion. This is what I've read in the newspaper and what I've seen on the news. Dr. Fucci, is it? F-A-U-C-I, the, the, this is the doctor that Donald Trump um, pulled out and now he's, this doctor is con- contradicting Donald Trump? Well, you need to pay attention to what he's saying. Whether you believe what he's saying or not, pay attention to it. He's saying that it's going to get worse before it gets better. They're saying that they don't have a cure, they don't have, they don't, so they're relying on chemical medicine to try to heal something that's happening in nature. Chemicals are in nature, but chemicals are not designed by nature to do the healing. Otherwise, now, how do we know? We got over 200 years of experience in the United States of America in particular, but all over the planet. Pertaining to chemical medicine, it generally, you the best is going to do, at least from what I've seen and what I was taught, is temporarily fix the situation. So, yeah, you might take your Advils. Um, Mother Ema, Ema warned us the other day. Um, can you speak on that again, Ema, about the ibuprofen? Can you speak on oh, that? Oh,
0: yeah. yes. Uh, yes, yeah, sir. So can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Uh, yes. Um, I, uh, you know, I was told that the ibuprofen is not good for you. You know, it, it's not good for anybody. You need to just let that go because it's causing problems and uh, it also can affect, you know, the virus too, that it, 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 if you get it, it's clogging our our pores, our, I mean, I'm sorry, our arteries and everything like that. And, and that's been a bad um, actual uh Medicine, anyway. It's just not, it's chalky, and it's been told that it can cause you to bleed internally. So I suggest that everybody just leave the ibuprofen alone. Uh, Tylenol is good. It doesn't have all that in it if you do take anything of that nature. And with that, I yield.
1: Thank you for that. So uh, use your own discretion. Decide whether or not that's something that we're talking about or any of the things that we're talking about are useful for you. I want to put this this disclaimer out. None of this is medical advice. Um, These are just things that we've gathered that we're speaking about. We are not uh, literal licensed doctors. So we're speaking about more natural things and the natural things cannot be patented or anything like that, so we can't speak about them freely. Um, I was saying about political asylum. Now, I want to send this warning out. What you need to be thinking like and what you need to do, and I want to discuss this. Listen, when you purchase in bulk, everybody should know that purchasing in bulk, things get cheaper. So I have used this countless numbers of times. I'm going to use it again so you can get it in your mind. If you go to the FedEx office and... and uh, request that they burn one CD for you, they're gonna charge you $20. If you request that they don't do a thousand CDs for you, they're gonna charge you probably a dollar or less per CD. Okay, now with that in mind, keep that theory, that action in mind. Purchasing in bulk is always going to be where you get things considerably cheaper or less expensive the way that this earth this universe and nature itself is designed is that you work in groups if you do not wish to work with a group that is your choice maybe you can't find a group that that fits you that you want to work with that's your choice but i'm going to just warn you that you are endangering yourself more and more and more and more if you think that you can do this alone, okay? It's really difficult and it's gonna get even more difficult. So when you have a group of people and we all pull a little bit of our resources together, like say from a um, financial perspective, if um, I'm gonna use the, the CDs again or DVDs, whatever, if one CD or DVD costs $20 to duplicate, replicate, and one CD or DVD costs $1 when you purchase in bulk, that would mean that it's, now the, the $1 if you purchase in bulk will get you 1000 Okay, so if you split up that 1,000 CDs or DVDs amongst a particular number of people, let's say it's 10 people, let's say it's 100 people or a 1,000 people. A 1,000 people could get a DVD for $1. If you think about that, now that's not exactly how, that's not the best way to explain it. But if you think about that, the method to Buying and purchasing in bulk, things are cheaper. Uh, E.K., can you give us any feedback on that?
4: Shalom, brother. Yes, sir. Um, it's true because um, there's that ancient African proverb, if you want to get farther somewhere quicker, go in groups. If you want to get there longer, go by yourself. Um, hmm. So when you look at that from a commercial perspective, uh, there's always strength in numbers, and um, your survival as an individual is indicative of the people, body politic that you can work through and work with. Um, and you know, there's no no man or woman is an island. And this is something we've often heard, you know, throughout our lives growing up. But in reality, it's it's really it really holds true. When you do things collaboratively with people, you get further in life. And your success in general um, is predicated on the relationships that you have, right? And so, if you're only doing things from an individualistic standpoint, you can only get so far. But if you're working with groups of people, bodies of people, you actually have a more uh, viable future because now, you know, everybody can circulate resources among each other and you're really upholding that divine principle of being your brothers and sisters' keeper um you know and so that's 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 always been you know the universal mode of survival of being able to work collaboratively you know with your brothers and sisters with your you know nation and, and and whatnot things of that nature and when you look around you know that's that's always been um the case you know you look at other nationalities around the world um or different quote unquote cultures, they do more or less the same thing. You know, they're always working together to get far ahead and you don't see them, you know, struggling per se. Um, So our people, we can do the same thing. You know, we can really work together. You know, we can really, you know, change the narrative of, you know, being eye for an eye. Reality, we can be um, more collaborative and the more eyes that we have working towards common destination a unified goal the better that we all are at the end of the day so um and and again it really goes back to you know this this type of practice being able to you know buy things in bulk and being able to you know making sure that we're we're locking arms with our brothers and sisters who are you know have various skill sets and expertise in different areas and bringing all that together there's so much to do in the sky won't even be the limit, right? Only the most high will be able to determine what that would be, right? So, um, but all in reality, it, it, it really is, you know, very important, especially during this time where, you know, we as a people have to take, you know, this serious at working collaboratively together, being there for each other, being there, you know, not just when things are good, but also when things are not so pleasant, right? And so this is one of the examples of us being able to pull our resources together so that way each and every one of us are not left behind and that we're always, you know, doing what we need to do to make sure that we're looking out for each other. And with that, I yield.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much for that, brother. Um, What I was leading into dealing with this political asylum, now, listen, what this does is establishes you with some type of standing in law. Because right now, if you're just a religious believer, you know, you might think that that's sufficient. Um, here, here's what I want to say about this. The real true almighty has given us tools that we can use on public record and what have you, on paper, on announcement, on notice, on, you know, what have you. And we can serve these to public officials, to police, to sheriffs, so on and so forth, as to who we are and what, how we are to conduct ourselves. So it it will immune you, it will give you immunity from arrest. That does not mean that it will give you immunity from detainment, okay? So I wanna make this clear. Understand they are in a panic. The United States of America, the governments are in a panic all over this planet because they know that this is bigger than them. Whereas you all are running around with conspiracy theories, they know that it's bigger than them. and It is not an act, it's not them portraying, it's not an act, okay? This is not. As a result, what I'm saying to you is, the police are trained to act, not think certain soldiers are trained to act like the national guard to act and not think they do their they carry out their missions and let the consequences happen later so even in that movie what was that movie 2012 where they arrested those people and some of them were getting out and some of them weren't, weren't able to get out so what i'm telling you is that the police do not know the law they only know the orders that they are given so they don't know the law don't expect them to know the law i know that most people think they know the law but they don't know the actual law they know the policies that are translated into laws to common people but the real laws that are not what the police enforce the police are more so like guard dogs this is not a knock on them this is not to disrespect them but you have to understand that they're not going to be taught certain things about law so if they detain you once they find out who you are and verify who you are and that you are registered and that you have a freedom of religion that you are able to enforce they will Uh, they will release you. If you have to take it before a judge or a magistrate, the judge or the magistrate will be well-informed. They will verify that you are who you say you are, that you are with this group of people, that you do have political asylum. And I don't mean like political asylum that you get when you go to a foreign nation. I mean that certain rights that you retain in this nation. We got about five minutes left, so I'm going to try to get as much as I can in in this five minutes, but you are able to retain your rights. You are able to refuse certain things. For instance, you can refuse vaccinations if you so choose, and you can do so with your asylum, uh, your proof of asylum, and that you are standing on uh, freedom of religion. Okay, now that doesn't mean that when they panic, just understand. When they panic, you don't know how they're going to react. But once they figure out who you are, understand, they will they'll let you go. They won't bother you, okay? Because they also know that the law in place that they have to respect is bigger than their job and their position. I hope that what I'm saying is making sense to you. But this will keep you from mandatory vaccinations, okay? Um, if you know anything about vaccinations, one of the things that the vaccination does is it injects you with the actual disease so that your immune system can learn oh. to fight it off. Now, you think about that. I wouldn't advise you to take that. Where you been. Uh, it's it's saying they're saying that these, there's a vaccination coming. Well, when they're using the term vaccination, what they're talking about is a mixture of chemicals and the disease itself. Okay, I'm not saying don't take it. That's up to you. I don't plan on taking it. But you have to make up your own mind. This is not legal advice. You have to make up your own mind. Now, if you have a weakened immune system, definitely don't take it. Build up your immune system. If you're gonna take anything, build up your immune system. Okay, now what I'm saying is you can, you can refuse it, but understand what's killing a lot of people is the fact that they've been using different um, things like the flu, uh, flu vaccinations, thinking that this is gonna stop this thing This is almost like an autoimmune disease where it bypasses things that are not specific to it that makes any sense. So food, shelter, clothing, transportation, emergency situations in asylum, that means that because we're purchasing in bulk, we'll be able to dish out, ship out, put food on your table for far less money than it would cost you to go to your local store or whatever. The key is working as groups. Okay, I have a whole lot more I can share with you pertaining to this. We got about two, months, two minutes left and I do not wish to keep you all too long. But these are things that you need to know. Um, for health purposes, I wish Trevon was here because he's in New York. Uh, he might be here, but uh, he's, I don't see him able to speak. But he's in New York, he's seen body bags, he's seen bodies being put in the trucks Uh, Hopefully he can come on tomorrow and give a firsthand account. You heard different testimonies from our brothers and sisters in this nation um, all over the country. But know that we are here to help and here to guide. And even if you don't feel like you need food, what we wanna do is we wanna get stacks of food into everyone's home to where you have six months to a year worth of food you can eat. Be it beans, rice, um, green pastas, you know, brown rice. I mean, if you have to have white rice, then you have to have white rice. But brown rice, I suggest. But my point is We want to make sure that you have what you need and that everybody in this nation has what they need and they have the stuff stashed away in case it gets worse. Oh, wait. I do got to talk about this before I go. Unemployment is up. The dangers of going outside or even being in a home is that there, there is a stage, listen to me carefully, there is, there's a stage of hysteria, mental hysteria, believe it or not, but the combination of hunger, desperation, worry, and hysteria puts the state human being into zombie-like conditions. You heard me, into zombie-like conditions. Why am I saying this? What happens is the survival mode takes over and it bypasses rational thinking. Okay. You ever been so hungry that you almost didn't care what you what it is that you ate? You ever felt like you needed to um I'm gotta be careful how I say this. You ever felt like you needed to be intimate and 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 your reasonable abilities shut off? And I know brothers can relate, definitely brothers can relate to where you get into um, almost like a desperation mode. Males and females, we all can relate. But when we get into a desperation mode, now imagine getting into a desperation mode and on top of that, you're hungry. On top of that, you're behind your bills. Uh, The the COVID-19 thing that they released from the government says that you can bypass paying rent i'm gonna call come on tomorrow and i'm gonna talk about bypassing paying rent or legally and lawfully doesn't mean everybody's gonna honor it but i'm gonna explain it tomorrow so those of you who have loved ones and relatives i'll be on here tomorrow 6 p.m central 7 p.m eastern Invite whoever you can who wants this information, who needs this information. If you think they need some type of asylum or protection or people that they can come to to for, for food, for guidance, for whatever. We're gonna have to pull our resources. We're gonna have to be in communication on a daily basis until this thing passes like the angel of death that it is. So thank you all for being here and thank you all for listening. Please share this with whomever you think can receive it and appreciate it. And we will be back tomorrow, April 4th, 2020. Oh, wait, before I go. I posted that thing where where what is it? Static stat static stat- oh forget the name. A couple of days ago, they they put out stats on how many people are going to die on April 4th. Now they got a whole chart. Matter of fact, if you want to get a head start on political asylum before we release it, go to templeasylum.tk. Sometimes it's giving problems because the internet is being flooded right now. So sometimes you might have problems connecting and Google Chrome is acting crazy. I understand. The the internet is flooded. The bandwidth is is scaling down. So you have to be diligent. Temple Asylum, S, excuse me. Temple, A-S-Y, L-U-M dot T K. Go on there and look at the the posting that we have there. I just opened it like last night. It was on I had this for a couple of days now. And it shows you stats of what's going to happen tomorrow. Please. Everyone go, if you don't do anything, please go look at that. Just go look at that. Please tell everyone you know, go look at that. You must see it. All praises to the most high almighty. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. Shalom, shalom.
4: Shalom.